Jesus Christ soon and coming return could happen at any moment. Prepare yourself by reflecting on God's blessings, worship, and repent. We're close to the holiest day on God's calendar, the Day of Atonement. Dr. Rod Parsley has an exclusive email teaching series prepared just for you. Ramp up your preparation and enrich your spiritual life. It's our free gift to you. Reserve yours today by text, phone, or go to rodparsley.com. What a joy it is to welcome you to your breakthrough in this feast season. We're advancing toward the day of Yom Kippur. It's designated on God Almighty's celestial calendar when you should be, and myself too, in a posture of introspection. Hold on now, and repentance. My dear, dear friend, remember, you've been given access to the very presence of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Here it is, Hebrews chapter four and verse 16. It's a great, great comfort to every believer. Here it is. Let us then come with confidence to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. It's also very, very vital to approach a holy, an omnipotent, a pure, and holy God because Hebrews also tells us it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Now, this very, very meaningful feast season has two holy days. First of all, Rosh Hashanah, a day of honor, of celebration, of coronation of God as king, both on a national level and then mainly on a personal level. During this very holy time in the nation of Israel, you'll find household after household offering food as a sacrifice before the Lord God. They light candles, they eat apples dipped in honey, they enjoy challah bread baked in the shape of a crown. Each and every item is a symbol of their literal heartfelt repentance. And then the second holy day, Yom Kippur. Now that's the feast season. It's different than all the other feasts. They were not established around significant events in Israel's history. R rather, they speak to us of a divine encounter between you and our powerful, holy, and very ever-present God. Think about that. I like to refer to it as Rosh Hashanah Retreat. Rosh Hashanah Retreat. It's much, much more than Old Testament, Old Covenant tradition. It's as real today as it's ever been. Now turn in your Bible, if you've got it handy, if you don't, I've got one for you, to the Gospel of Mark, chapter four. Jesus and his disciples were on the Sea of Galilee. A fierce storm blew up. Water was crashing against the boat, coming over the edges. Their hearts were failing them for fear. But where was the Lord of glory? Here it is. He was asleep in the bottom of the boat. So they stirred him awake. They said, Lord, shouting, 
Don't you care that we're perishing? So he rose up from his slumber, spoke to the storm, spoke to the wind, spoke to the wave. These three powerful words, peace be still. Your Bible says, and then there was calm. At Rosh Hashanah, God removes himself. You heard me right, I didn't stutter. God withdraws himself from the immediacy of the situation. It's a test. He wants to see if we'll seek him in the middle of the storm. It's a promise. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But this, this is a test. Will we seek his face? Second Chronicles 15 and verse two. If you will seek him, he will be found with you. You know, the blessings of God, they're always conditional. God says, I'll do this if you do that. If you seek me, he said, I will be found with you. Without him, I would be nothing. Indeed, the earth itself would cease to exist. He's before all things. In him, all things hold together. Colossians chapter one, verse 17. God wants us to awaken him, to declare his kingship, to crown him sovereign, king of kings, Lord of lords, the undisputed Lord of this world and every kingdom of our hearts and lives. Israel looked for a forcible Lord to take command in the natural, but today, we look to God as the Lord of our lives, an invited guest. Now Jesus said, if you crown me king, it is by your own volition, your own will, which I purchased for you on the cross of Calvary. In the old covenant, David said, Lord, examine me. In the new covenant, Paul says, examine, watch yourself. If we will repent, there it is again. If we will repent, turn away from our sin. Christ Jesus, our great high priest, will be our atonement at one minute, where we literally become at one with God and receive eternal redemption. There's a whole lot more that I've got prepared for you coming up, but first, allow me to remind you that God's blessings are contingent upon our action. The storm on the Sea of Galilee was not a surprise to the Lord, and by retracting to the back of the boat, he wasn't abandoning his disciples, the miracle came when they determined to seek him out. You know, God Almighty has a double portion of blessing prepared for you during this particular feast season. But only, only if you take action as well. 
It's all the way back in your Bible and mine in Deuteronomy chapter 16. There, we are commanded to appear before the Lord during this feast season. And every man is given the opportunity to give as he is able, as the Lord has blessed him, according to the blessing of the Lord thy God. Joni and I know how mighty the blessings of Almighty God are every day for our family. And we prepared, as always, an atonement seed. It's actually a double portion seed to place upon the altar for our family. Now, that may be an offering of $50 in each hand for you, maybe $100, or for others, it may be $150 in each hand, $300. But the important thing is that it's sown in obedience. As Gideon's great army of 300 obeyed the Lord God and won a mighty victory. Now to bless you in this season, I've already prepared ministry materials. They're sure to build your faith, starve your doubts to death, increase your revelation of Bible truth and Bible prophecy. Others have seen God move in extraordinary ways in their lives this year, and this atonement season may carry great and unusual significance for you. Now, I know that some partners have placed $500 in each hand, a $1,000 atonement seed because their heart is to honor God in a very powerful way. Perhaps that's the amount God lays on your heart. That's up to him. The key to blessing is obedience. In time, prophetic events are all pointing that the end of the age is very very close at hand. We don't know the day, of course not. But this, my dear brother, my sister, this is the season of our Lord's return in the eastern sky, calling the church to join him, as 1 Thessalonians chapter four says, to meet him in the air. You understand that this could be our last commanded atonement offering? I hope you'll call now or text just the word atonement at one mint. Atonement to the number that's right there on your screen today. Or you can just log on that secure website, rodparsley.com. Yom Kippur, God's holiest day of the entire year, ends sundown, October 5th. The prophetic end-time Feast of Trumpets is the only feast not yet fulfilled through Jesus Christ, and we are drawing closer to that glorious day when the Son of God will appear in the clouds for the rapture of His church. This is the final commanded offering of the year, so please don't appear before the Lord empty-handed. Sow your very best atonement seed before Yom Kippur on October 5th. Call now, text, or give online. As you honor God's command with a double portion atonement seed of $100 or more, 
our thank you gifts include a brand new prophetic book, Receiving God's Direction for Difficult Days. Straightforward and easy to understand, you'll comprehend how God wants you to live and be blessed in these challenging days. Plus, we'll include an exciting series, Prophetic Dreams and Visions, five messages on receiving wisdom and direction. And as an extra blessing, the timely teaching on the blessings of atonement. For those called to sow an unusual atonement offering of $1,000 or more, you'll receive this stunning replica of the Ark of the Covenant. A large replica of the Ark of the Covenant rests on a marble base. The radiance of the gold plating spotlights the work of the Levite priests as the lead priest sounds the shofar. This is a beautiful reminder that Christ now makes his home in you. Reflect your love and obedience to God in a special atonement offering this year. Yom Kippur ends at sundown October 5th. So please call now, write, or visit rodparsley.com. This could be your final atonement offering before the rapture of the church. Well, I'm sharing with you today about Yom Kippur. It's the great, great day of atonement. Now remember, atonement, what does it mean? At one mint. That's where we and God Almighty, through the blood of Jesus Christ, have communion. We come together. We are made one at peace with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Not our works, not our goodness, not our good intentions, but by the blood of Jesus Christ. So the Day of Atonement is without exception the highest and most holy day on the entire celestial calendar of our God. One day a year, Yom Kippur. Now the root word for Kippur is kafar. What it means is to ransom or to redeem. And, and that means to purchase back to the original state by paying the sacrificial price. Yom Kippur is the singular day of the entire year when the high priest of the Lord God Almighty was permitted to enter into the holiest of holies, there to make an atonement for the sins of God's people. It was a somber day, a day of fasting, a day of humility. Oh my great God, how the church of Jesus Christ could use a heap and double dose of humility. I've been praying about it, in fact, all this week because God's people, many preachers, are wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in their own selfishness and pride. They don't do it for the kingdom. They do it for themselves. If you're going to church for yourself, you need to repent. If you're preaching so people know you, you should repent. If you're working in the vineyard of God and it's all about you and your position and your place and who knows your name and what you get credit for, my suggestion would be go sell cars. 
This is a time of repentance, of introspection. The procedures that that priest had to follow were strict, my dear friend. I mean strict. And if you recall in Leviticus chapter 10, Aaron's sons, the sons of the priest, were struck down when they went about their priestly duties, not according to the directives the priest had laid down. They were in error. They didn't pay attention. And then could not approach God without a cleansing and a sacrifice. Did you get it? A cleansing, repentance, and a sacrifice. Thank God that today, you and I, we have the freedom to approach God directly without a mediator or a new sacrifice. Jesus paid it all. All to him we owe. Sin had left a crimson stake. He washed it white as snow. Jesus is our great high priest. He and he alone shed his precious sinless blood on Calvary's rail. And that was the price necessary and the price paid for every one of us to be free. Jesus became a greater and more perfect tabernacle. Over in Hebrews chapter nine, your Bible says, a tabernacle not made with hands, not of this creation, but by his own blood, he entered the holy place once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Look friend, we've been washed with the pure water of the word of God. We've been redeemed by the pure blood of Jesus Christ and God's child forever I am. That's the meaning, totality of the great day of atonement, at one moment for God's new covenant people, you and me. We've been the rich and undeserving but rejoicing recipients of unbounded mercy and unlimited grace to help us right now in our time of need. Well, the day of atonement has become an atoned for life day, a day that never ends for his new covenant, revenant, relevant, remnant people. Our adversary, Satan, he knows, he's, he's full well aware that the price has been paid because when it was, Jesus Christ bruised his head. What does that mean? Daunted his authority. The authority of Jehovah God is celebrated at the beginning of the Feast of Trumpets with a loud burst, majestic, blast of 100 trumpets. They announce the beginning of a brand new year. And with it, the release of God's mighty blessings, not for a day, not for a month. But what happens in this season affects the rest of the entire year. So of course, 
He commands us and we respond in obedience to honor him on his holiest day of the year. We get ready to enter into a brand new season, free, delivered from the burdens of the past and enter into his glorious presence with a great atonement offering to bless him, to praise him, to honor him, to glorify him in our hands. It's not an option. You know, Deuteronomy 16, 16 says it plainly, for us to come before him and not to appear before him empty-handed. So purpose in your heart right now to sow your greatest double portion atonement seed. The Holy Spirit is always speaking. I know that. I don't know what he's speaking to you regarding. Perhaps it's to sow a $50 seed in each hand during this season. That would be $100. And as you do, remember those 100 trumpets blasting a brand new beginning for you. So sow it and believe for the seven promised blessings of the atonement to be released into your life. Now, the Day of Atonement, October 5th, is the day perhaps for you, your need may be so great that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now to sow an uncommon seed. For some folks, that might be $50. For some, $1,000, a double portion seed your best seed of worship on the Day of Atonement. Let you and I believe together for your entire family to be brought into the kingdom of God, to be saved, to be healed, to be delivered, to be blessed on the great holy day of atonement. Well, there's a number right there on your screen that you can access, you can call, or you can text right now. It's as easy as texting the word atonement at one mint, atonement. Just text it, make your offering that way. Or you can also write to me with your check. I love to receive your letters, pray over them and believe God with you. Or you can just log on, rodparsley.com. I really do believe with you for your reward to be great as you honor the Lord Jesus, his sacrifice on this most holy time of the year. The prophetic end time feast of trumpets is the only feast not yet fulfilled through Jesus Christ. And we are drawing closer to that glorious day when the Son of God will appear in the clouds for the rapture of his church. This is the final commanded offering of the year. So please don't appear before the Lord empty handed. Sow your very best atonement seed before Yom Kippur on October 5th. Call now, text, or give online. As you honor God's command with a double portion atonement seed of $100 or more, our thank you gifts include a brand new prophetic book, Receiving God's Direction for Difficult Days. Straightforward and easy to understand, you'll comprehend how God wants you to live and be blessed in these challenging days. 
Plus will include an exciting series, Prophetic Dreams and Visions, five messages on receiving wisdom and direction, and as an extra blessing, the timely teaching on the blessings of atonement. For those called to sow an unusual atonement offering of $1,000 or more, you'll receive this stunning replica of the Ark of the Covenant. A large replica of the Ark of the Covenant rests on a marble base. The radiance of the gold plating spotlights the work of the Levite priests as the lead priest sounds the shofar. This is a beautiful reminder that Christ now makes his home in you. Reflect your love and obedience to God in a special atonement offering this year. Yom Kippur ends at sundown October 5th. So please, call now, write, or visit rodparsley.com. This could be your final atonement offering before the rapture of the church. You know that the atoning blood of the Lord Jesus Christ was shed so that all humanity could receive eternal redemption. It wasn't limited to those in great authority. It was a priceless, unspeakable gift for whosoever would call upon the name of the Lord. A largely forgotten chapter in American church history, something often referred to as the Fulton Street Revival of the 1850s. It came to be known as the Businessman's Awakening. Jeremiah Lanfear was a businessman with a broken heart, overflowing with Christ's compassion for the desperate lost souls he saw around him every day. Those without Christ, strangers, the covenants of promise, having no hope. Well, Jeremiah received a heavenly deposit to hold a once a week, one hour prayer meeting of business people at the old Dutch North Church in New York City. He made handmade flyers by the hundreds with a simple invitation. It said only, Wednesday prayer meeting, stop five, 10, or 20 minutes, or the whole time as your time admits. At noon, Lanfear fell to his knees in prayer. For a full half hour, he was alone in that historic New York church. And then one by one and two and three and four, businessmen began to enter the room. There were six that first week. That's when you'd be discouraged. That's when you might be tempted to stop your prayer meeting. There were 20 the next week. Once a week became once a day. New York's business district was radically shaken, changed forever for the glory of God. I believe forgotten stories of revival like I just shared will ignite a passion in your heart for personal renewal and national revival. That account, so many more, are in my brand new book entitled Revival If. It's available in bookstores everywhere October 4th. But 
you can reserve your exclusive signed author's edition right now by simply visiting revivalif.com. Revivalif.com. You keep believing for revival in your heart, in your family, in your church, in your city, in our nation, and the world. Revival If. I'll see you next time on your breakthrough.